audio and video. Why you gonna be so awkward, bro? everybody to another episode of this is my perfect podcast <laughs> i'm your host perry with me this week <laughs> it's eric the whiskey <laughs> he gave me the giggle <laughs> well we were just doing like the you know the, the people who are like come on give me a good smile and they don't know how to smile no that was my uh, my my picture right before my very last first day of college. <laughs> and my caption was like, I'll probably put it up on screen uh, if you're watching the YouTube video version. Uh, but the caption was like, we're not going, to, we're not leaving until you give us a real smile. And my face was like, <laughs> and Lucy took the picture. <laughs> uh, uh, nice Frankenstein. Good, good stuff. This is a great way to start out an episode. Uh, if you're here for the first time, thank you so much for checking us out. Subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast if you have not done so yet. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button too and the bell notification so you know when new episodes come out, when I go live, when new videos come out. We got some new videos that are dropping here soon if they haven't already come out too. So unprofessional. What? <laughs> My phone's sitting right in front of me, too. It's fine. Uh, Somebody breaking into my house. Like, fuck it. I'll just throw it away. <laughs> Not right now. Nah, we're Don't interrupt the podcast. We're recording a podcast. It's two white guys with beards and hats. You know what we're talking about? Whiskey. <laughs> Wrestling. <laughs> and politics. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody already knows when we record, and they, that's when they decide to rob my house. They're like, he throws his phone behind his behind him in the videos at this exact time at once a week at least. Hashtag RIP WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking dance. Anyway, uh, follow us on social media at my bourbon pod and at Whiskey Mutant. You can also check out all of our apparel and merchandise at bourbonshop.threadless.com. You can send us questions or comments to thismybourbonshop at gmail.com. You can leave us a voicemail, too, that we would mm-hmm. listen to on the show. Do we have one? No. Oh. 859-428-8253. That's 859-428-8253. Somebody leave a voicemail of them listening to this podcast. And we'll play it back, and we'll get a copyright strike on YouTube from our from own channel. <laughs> Let's see if that works. Let's find out together. Uh, and you can also leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. If it's not on the Apple Podcast app, send me a screenshot of it, because we read those five-star reviews out on the show, and we also are running a giveaway through the end of January where we uh, are giving away some samples to one. Just like this one lucky reviewer this one's empty though it'd be in a bottle not that to not this. that sample don't give that sample so i mean maybe that's actually a pretty good sample to give somebody I'm a, what about nope this one nope uh-uh i would definitely resist that sample. 
Yeah, I could do. Uh, so leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. Uh, like I said, if you're not in the U.S. and you're not on the Apple Podcast app, take a screenshot of your five-star review. Send it to me. We'll put you in the giveaway. Uh, we got some new reviews this week. We're going to read them out at the end of the show. Uh, and you can also support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast for as little as a dollar a month. For as little as $5 a month, there's a bunch of bonus content, a huge backlog huge. Of, of bourbon content. Huge. 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 And, and some non-bourbon content. That's just... What? <laughs> is that is that what the Bengals fans were shouting at your child? Oh my god. Let's not talk about at that. the game. Yeah. I want to talk about it a little bit. Of course we will. It, I mean, surely it's gonna come up a little bit during what we've been drinking. It will. Yeah. It will. Okay. Uh but yeah, we've got so much bonus content over at Patreon. Uh and we're in the middle of a bonus series right now called Mutant Madness. It's preparing me for ADHD whiskeys. March Matt Madness. March Matt Madness. <laughs> March Matt Madness. Matt March Madness. I, which I'm hoping to be competing in again. Hope so. Yeah, you know, I haven't heard anything. Nobody talks to me anymore. Maybe he just um, said I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, hey, if that's the case, that's totally fine. <laughs> they were sealed. Do you ever figure out why you have those? Yeah, because I was going to do samples on my live stream last night, and I oh, decided yeah, yeah, not yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I don't. This was a sample from Chris and Lil, and I don't remember what this is. I don't know. We'll see. Figure it out. I'm sure we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, we're gonna start the show out this week with uh, Flying Blind. We are. I've already poured it up. Get that sniffer ready. My allergies have just been so bad. Did you know week. that if you? I'm just I'm don't. That's for Patreon only. <laughs> I thought about talking about that on the main episode, and I was like, I don't want to do oh, that. Oh, um, actually, the, if we did that, that would all we get. Actually, you don't know what you're talking about, because that works that way. Well, it's not just that. It's that, I mean, I like those people, so yeah. I don't want to like, oh. I don't want to give, anyway, doesn't matter. Flying blind. Flying blind. Pour Figure it out what this is. Tell me what this is, or what you think of it. Oh, it smells pretty good compared to what we had earlier. It smells really good, actually. A mm -hmm. little bit of greenery, a little bit of florality, floralness. Fatality? End it now. Oh, that's good. That real good. I like that. I haven't had it in a while. Ooh, that is real good. You want to guess anything about it? You just want to say it's real good and reveal it? What do you want to do? Huh? Huh? Mm. huh? What you want to do? Oh, it's like creamy on the back end, too. I love a good creamy. Considering what we're talking about today, is it from this place? No. Okay. Well, maybe. I don't know. I was going to say maybe it could be. I was going to say it might be a Discovery series. It could be. Is we it, don't know. Is it a Discovery series? No. Is it So it's sourced? Yes. Could be. <laughs> Who's to say? I don't like this new game. What? <laughs> Could, Could be. be. <laughs> so this it's is... It's infuriating, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could just answer that for everything. I know. So but did that's... you blend this? Could be. Could be. That's what annoys me so much about it is it's just so passive. What's the proof? <laughs> um... I don't think it's incredibly high. I would say like 107. Could be. 
Wait, uh, how old do you think it is? Just tell me what it is. Could be. <laughs> well, that's the answer not, for literally everything. If you're not on the Patreon, then you may not understand what pours from the floor is. But this is a pour from the floor because I was like, uh, I need to finish this. I got plenty of bottles for pours from the floor, which is a bonus episode you get if you're on the Patreon. So I finished this bottle. I, that was my phone that I threw a second ago. It just now landed. <laughs> It just now hit the floor. <laughs> I have been falling for 30 minutes. Jeez. Oh, it's a small man. batch. The EJ Curly small it, batch. It drinks so much higher proof than this. That bottle. I love this bottle, man. Was given to us. Oh, this was the one that was given to us. Yeah. Oh, they, snap. They gave that to us. Yeah. Um, and we've we've solved the mystery of what happened to Curly on Instagram. Uh, they're back. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the same. It's not the same. Mystery solved. It's not the same Instagram account, but they're they're back. I guess. Uh, so I think it's e dot j dot Curly. They're back, baby. No, baby. Boom, bada bing. Bada boom, bada bing. We're back. <laughs> Whatever the crap I said last. We're week. back with whiskey that we won't tell anybody where it's from. <laughs> So that's why you said, is this Barson? I said, it could be. It could be. Who's to say? I don't like Mr. Could be. <laughs> could be. He's, he's Are you a, dying today, Eric? Could, could be. be. <laughs> it, who's different from rough and rowdy Eric? Oh, that guy. Remember him last yeah. week? Yeah. This is just the 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 guy. The who non-committal. Just, the, questions all, all stuff you know, yeah. could be but he's optimistic about it yeah yeah <laughs> you're gonna win today could be could be it doesn't even make grammatical sense no. could, mr could be it could <laughs> be oh <laughs> uh, mr could be actually is turning into my <laughs> my favorite character <laughs> could be <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh, do you have any housekeeping things to talk about? How's the, how's the store going? The shop. Oh, my shop? Yeah, your shop. I don't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get new stuff. What is the energy we have? Today? I don't know. My shop's down. I don't have stuff. I did a giveaway on the Instagram that I gave away some uh, items that were left. Um, that was fun. I uh, got... Uh, Whiskey Mutant Instagram is over 2,000 now. So nice. Oh, finally, yeah, that's right. I, I saw broke that. that. I've been on Instagram for 25 years, and I just now broke 2,000. You were- <laughs> Some people are on there for like 20 seconds, and they're like, I already have 32,000 followers. Um, the, but, po- the podcast Instagram is getting close to 3,000. Yeah. So Andre 3,000. Man, I freaking love Andre. Yeah, he's awesome. He's one of my favorite musical artists. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'll have some new stuff. I'm in, in the... Currently, my uh, my funds for stuff is uh, kind of going towards my new little project thing. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Um, we got new projects on the horizon. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I don't really have anything else. Yeah. Um, I got a new... Uh, oh, I do, did put up a new reel that's going to be a new series. Oh, the one that came out yesterday? Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, Whiskey it Mutant 
pairs whatever you ask him to. That was really, really good. So go to my Instagram and send me a message. Say, I want you to pair this. It can be weird. It can be just crazy. I don't care. I'm going to start doing that like once go. a week. Uh, well, this week that the episode comes out, I'm going to be in Louisville on Friday and Saturday evenings playing some shows. He's back. I'm back on stage, baby. <laughs> For the first time. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> For the first time since, and I keep saying like 2018, 2019, uh, it's something like that. 2022. So I, I, but I mean like my own set where I'm like where playing you get to steal my some old person's guitar and take yeah, over. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> geez, Louise. Um, yeah, I'm going to be O'Shea's. Nice. In Louisville on Baxter Avenue. Uh, the show starts at 10 p.m. Oh, my word. <laughs> Goes until 2 a.m. Oh, just like the good old days, man, when I was playing at Cosmic Charlie's in Lexington. And you weren't even 21. And I was not. That's a fun story um, that I'm not going to tell on the podcast proper, but I definitely talked about on a pregame chat. A few times. Um, But. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited about it. Uh there's no I don't think there's any like cover charge or anything. It's just a restaurant bar. Uh so if you want to come hang out and listen to some tunes, I've got my own set that I'm playing too. Uh and then I'm gonna be sitting in with my buddy Drew, Drew Crawley, who has been on the show before as well. Nice. Uh so we're gonna we're gonna do some fun. We're gonna be stuff. back in March, right? Yeah, I'll be back in March, March twenty fourth and twenty fifth as well. I'll try uh, to get down to that one. Another Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. So you can uh if you miss the first round, I'll be doing it again Got a second in a chance. couple of months. So, with that being said, what have you been drinking recently? Mm, well, I had a uh, a nice cold Miller Lite the other day at the at, at Cincinnati Bengals Ravens game. Ravens game, where I took my son because he is a Ravens fan, just like Lucy. Yeah. Um, so we were in enemy territory. I was also wearing my purple because I'm a Bills fan. Um, but for that day, I was a Ravens fan for him, which brings me to the point of Cincinnati. Uh, okay. Foot, high proof hot take. High, early high proof hot takes. Let's just get it out of the way right now. Football fans. We're all crazy. Sports fans are crazy. Whatever. But man. I took I took an eleven year old to a Bengals or Bengals or Bungles whatever you want to call them game, and yeah the Ravens the Ravens lost they weren't playing too too good but they at least stayed in the game a little bit but the point is I had people around me in front of me and behind me saying the dumbest things to my eleven year old who was not paying attention good, good he was enjoying his food and he was enjoying being at an NFL game. But I could hear everything. I mean, at one point somebody said uh uh daddy must have wasted his money on these tickets. I was like, excuse me? Like Huh? Yeah. That's not even like a dig at your kid. That's just a dig at you, dude. Well that's true. Um dog's pissed too we're all pissed about it um i've I've been pissed they were uh somebody was throwing some popcorn down there at him um ridiculous what what somebody else say somebody else was saying um uh they're making fun of his hair because he he's very particular about his little his he's got the little boy hair that everybody has now and it's all this i don't know the point is Despite 
being a diehard football fan, like you don't have to like push stuff in, toward kids. You can freaking like trash talk me all day. I don't give a crap. Like I'm all for it. I love getting into like f- fun little scuffles with other fans. But it's a kid. It's an 11 year old. Let him enjoy being at his first NFL game without me constantly hearing stuff like that. Like, this kid should just leave. I'm going to take his seat because we were closer than somebody. Stupid. Just stop. And I'm not saying that's everybody because there were several fans who were um, talking to us that are, hey, you guys from Baltimore? And like, no, we're actually from Lexington. They're like, what? You're not a Bengals fan? But no, they didn't really say that because I feel like a lot of people think they're supposed to be Bengals fans because they're close. Um, but you can be a fan of whoever you want. One guy wouldn't let him use the urinal. Because a kid, a kid, he had to pee and he was like, uh uh-uh, uh, Bengals fans only, and stood there for a good little bit until I was like, dude, like, just move. Like, we got to use the bathroom here. I was like, come on, just stop. Luckily, he was so into just being at an NFL game and getting his food and his snacks and watching his the players he liked that he was just in another world. So he didn't well, really. Good. Yeah. It was nothing. I don't want anybody to think that he got his feelings hurt or anything like that because honestly, he was so into it, he didn't hear things. I was the one on high alert. I was like, ah, ah, ah. Well, and I mean, not just that, but like, yeah. <sighs> I mean, you're you're building memories with your son. Yeah, that's the first NFL game. You know, with his favorite team. So, but not to bring the. I'm trying to bring it back around to the positive stuff. It's it's nice to have a big old beer sometimes. You know what I mean? I don't even drink beer that often. But when I'm watching like a sports game or I'm outside and it wasn't that cold, and I got a big like. I got it right at the beginning because I was like, I know I got to drive home and all that, so I'm just going to get one big beer at the beginning. We're going to eat some pizza and wings and all this stuff. And that was probably one of the best Miller lights I've had in a while, just because I don't know. I think it was just being there with him, enjoying yeah. a football game, eating bad food, and just having a time. Well, I had a I had a Bud Light the other night when I was at the show that I went to. Yeah, I'll talk about that at some point during the show. But that's the only thing of note. Um, do you want to have something that you're gonna be drinking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really haven't had that much. Oh boy, this guy tried to hide this from me, and I failed. And miserably. I found it. Um, I'll get to it. I'll get to it in just a second. Um, explaining what happened here. Um, I went to this. Uh, if anybody knows who Tommy Emmanuel is, uh, he's an Australian guitar player. Uh, really great show went to see him at the uh lexington opera house uh this past wednesday night uh had a lot of makers while i was there uh also had a bud light too (laughs) makers is always my like concert well it was the it was the best that they had of it i mean not like usually the yeah and i mean like they had beam white label too and I thought about it, but I was like, you know what just sounds really good is Makers. Plus you get a little bit higher proof. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. The only other option was like Crown Royal and Jack Daniels. And still, Jack Daniels isn't bad. Uh, I'm not a big Crown Royal fan. Yeah. But you get more proof with Makers. Yeah. So. Uh, but before that, we went to dinner at uh, Pies and Pints. Oh, 
I would love some pizza from Pies and Pies. Dude, it's fantastic. That was my breakfast, actually, was finishing up my last mm. <laughs> slice so of, good. of uh, Pies and Pints. Um, but I had the, you, you know how Lexington Brewing or Altec or whatever does the like canned bourbon and Cokes? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's bourbon and cherry Coke? Yeah. I had a couple of those, and though they are just so daggone good. Mm. I mean. It's hard to beat a bourbon and cherry yeah. Coke. Yeah. Whether you it's in a can or you make it yourself or whatever. Oh, yeah. Been going through some Elijah Craig <laughs> picks as well. Barrel proof picks. I'm so happy that they're. I've got a bunch of them now, too. Like, it just all of a sudden I accumulated like, you good? Now my ear is itching. Huh. I just accumulated like a bunch of them out of nowhere. I can still pierce. I can and still it. put earrings in my ears. You know, I used to have plugs. I can see, dude. They're like this big. Yeah. At one point. And I can still wear earrings right now. I just mm. thought I'd let you know. Sorry, interrupted your story. No, 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 it's fine. But anyway, um, so what you got? Just show. Just them. So I'm holding. Tell them, show them. I'm holding your number one pick of the year. My number two. Bum 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 bum. Freaking full bottle. Look how dark that thing Dude, is. That's a. That's a. It's, a, it's ridiculous. I. Uh, I said it on our best of episode. I had to get a bottle of the Parker's double barreled blend. I couldn't I couldn't not pick one of these up. Oh. And you pour, dude. What's well, mine is yours. I know, I know. Um found a guy who was local and and selling one and uh I got it at a pretty good price. <laughs> oh, it just smells. It's even on uh, my fingers and it smells good. I don't smell my fingers very often, but when I do, it's always good. <laughs> what? This YouTube channel is set to not made for kids. <laughs> Sorry. Just want to remind everybody of that fact. Um, but yeah, I, I found it. I found a, a guy who was selling it on a local group, and I said, I I asked if he would take a couple dollars off, and he said because it was that group, uh, he would do it for me. Uh, so That's nice. I had you, to make a, you know, <laughs> had to pay in installments, um, but I I don't know, man. It's not often that I feel such a like desire to have something like this in my my stash. Well, that's what I did last year. I know, but I couldn't. I like I I didn't. I almost went into like a fugue state <laughs> when I saw it on. I was like just out of body, going like I gotta get this. Like it's just gotta be on my, you know. And I mean, he immediately said yes, and so I couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't say no. So we've now got the Parker's Heritage 16th edition double barrel blend Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Blend of 13 and 15 year old bourbons. Uh I freaking love the shape of this bottle. Oh, it's so good. Also, this is the only Parker's I've ever owned. The only one I have is uh the one from last year. The heavy char that? heavy char wheat? 
Oh, was that the year before then? Heavy Char year Bourbon before. was the year before. The Bourbon, the Blue Cause one. Because they, they had those that three years. It was the Heavy Char Rye, the Heavy Char Bourbon, and then the Heavy Char yeah, Wheat Whiskey. Yeah, it's the Bourbon. It's the Bourbon. Yeah, the Bourbon's incredible. Yeah, that one's good. Um, it, this is just like... And I, I know I said it on the, the best of episode. This is just everything I want from a Heaven Hill bourbon. It is so quintessential Heaven Hill. Yep. It's so just when I think of bourbon, what I want it to be. I mean, if if you were to ask me what are my like top five bourbons of all time, this would be in that list. It's that good. Uh, and I just can't... <laughs> I, I couldn't deny it, man. I couldn't deny it. Ooh, baby. Dank it. Sank it. Mm. You can let it that sit in your mouth and just taste so much flavor before you even swallow it. Mm. Mm. It's an anxiety reducer. I've heard the facts. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Thanks Dude, for sharing I'm, that with me. I'm, uh, hey, now go lock it up over there. In a bit. <laughs> <laughs> don't keep that out. No, I'm not going to for long. It's just uh, I, just I don't want to get. It. I just don't want to get up right. Well, that's the thing too is that it's like when you get a new toy or when you got a new toy as a kid and you're just like, I only want to play with this and I only want to take it yeah. around. It's your new Dragon Ball Z action figure. Yeah. You know. You set it on the spot that's right in front of everybody. And you're like, I'm just going to look at this for a while. I still have at mom and dad's all of my Dragon Ball Z guys. You should get them. I'm going to take them. I'm going to bring them here. <laughs> we should play with them on the show. We should start doing I'll bring mine that stop are motion. out of the packages and stuff. So. <laughs> start doing stop motion animation Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> we, we, we thought about doing a whole bonus episode where... It was just our Funko Pops doing the episode. I think we're still talking about doing that, aren't we? God, yeah, but it's so much work. <laughs> I mean, basically, all we have to do is just record the audio. Yeah, we got to have then, them move around and do stuff. No, like, they will, but like they can be like static images. No, like they have to move. Oh, okay, that's too much. We have to look like the Rudolph special. <laughs> <laughs> Look like Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yes. Man, I love that movie. It's amazing. It's so fantastic. Good. It is. You cussing at me? You cussing at me? This whole thing is just one big cluster cuss. Uh, you cussing at me? You cussing at me? Cussing at me? You cussing at me? I am a wild animal. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Go watch it. Yeah. One of, really tips and bits. One of Wes Anderson's best. Uh, so this week, we got a very special pour we do. that we're going to be reviewing. But bef before we get to it, I wanted us to take some time to talk about the Bardstown Bourbon Company and our myriad of experiences with them uh, that we have had. Mm -hmm. And I I know that this is a pretty common notion anymore uh but i really do think that the experience at bardstown bourbon company is the best most well-rounded experience that you can have on the bourbon trail as a whole 
Yeah. I think it is the best place. God, it's If so you good. had to pick one place to go to and you get the entire scope of <clears throat> the history of bourbon, the availability of pours that they have too, even with mm. their their vintage library. Yep. Everything is just right there for you. Okay. The best food on the bourbon trail mm -hmm. by far. The most like kind of upscale environment too. I mean, people have called it the Napa Valley of Kentucky. Yeah. You know, I, I just and that's what they intended to do originally as well when David Mandel set out to build the company. And if you want to go back to there, there was an episode uh, within the first 100 where I went to Bardstown Bourbon Company, and it's one of my favorite episodes purely just because of the story of it. And we'll, we'll talk about some of that in a minute. Um, but where I, I got to sit down and chat with um, Steve Nally, mm -hmm. who is the master distiller there, uh, David Mandel, the founder who's not really with the company any longer. Um, he's, I think he serves as uh, like on the executive board. Yeah, but I think he's, he's not still on the, the board or something like that. Um, and just a myriad of, of other people. Um, myriad is the word of the day, apparently, because I've now used it twice in this diatribe. Um, in the what? Diatribe. What is that? It's basically like a monologue. Oh. <laughs> you got so many good words. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a very simple worded person. <laughs> You're, well, I was gonna. I was, an, the yang I was an English major for a while. I can like, barely I to, speak English. I wanted to be a teacher. That's crazy. Yeah, I would have been a great teacher, man. I know you would have been. I still think I could be a great teacher. You're teaching me all the time. There you go. <laughs> and I'm. I'd be like the old, the older, like adult student in your class. <laughs> That you got to be really patient with. They don't understand like how to get on like Zoom or something. Well, I'm talking about like high school. Oh. I'd be the dropout that comes back. <laughs> you'd be you'd be in the GED class that I teach on like, nights and it'd weekends. It'd be like a movie where the adult goes back to high school. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'd be the teacher. Uh, and we'd party a, together. A goofy movie too. Yeah, <laughs> three. Um, but but just that one experience alone kind of set the tone for like how I viewed Bardstown Bourbon Company. Yeah. And and even though like there has been some changing of the guard since then, it still I think holds that same weight of being a real destination place yeah. for for bourbon lovers. Um you were there not too long ago. I was there too. on Saturday? <laughs> yeah, Saturday. Um yeah, I love Bardstown Bourbon Company. If you just say Where's the one place you've been to most in Bardstown? It it would be Bardstown Bourbon Company because Mammy's Kitchen. Oh my God, <laughs> Heaven Hill, Will Bardstown it, Bourbon Company. Yeah, I, I I've been at Bardstown Bourbon Company probably more now than I have Willet or Mammy's or Heaven Hill. Um, but talking about Bardstown Bourbon Company, they are also one of my wife's favorite places to go. Yeah, same here. My, um, Lucy loves going there. She loves it. If if there's ever a time where we're, we are like, we've got, we're going to go out on a date in a couple of weeks because we got to plan it over kids stuff. And all that. She, it usually ends up being, we're going to go to Bardstown um, and we go to Bardstown Bourbon Company. She loves the old fashions there. They always have a barrel, barrel aged old fashioned at the bar. And what we like to do is go, we get our reservation, but we go about an hour early. 
we go to the bar, grab an old fashioned or two, and we sit at the couch and we just get some time to just chill and talk. We like, we don't want to go to our seat yet. They're like, Oh, you're here early. They're so nice. They're like, we'll go ahead and try to seat you. And they're like, no, we'll come back to the front at our reservation time. We want to go sit at the couch, just chill. Yeah. It's such a good spot to chill inside. It's such a good spot to chill outside. And the food is amazing. And you're just surrounded by everything bourbon. The whiskey library they have. We went there for my birthday. I got to try my birth year, like early times and stuff. That was great. Yeah. But even going back, like thinking about the company as a whole and the area as a whole, I have done, I've done their normal tour with friends from out of town. We went there and they loved it. You go through the tour and they, you see how they make everything. You get to do the whole, like take your finger and the the mash and all this stuff. It's a great tour for somebody who's learning about it. I've done the tour where you get to go into the Rick houses and take samples out and like try samples out of the barrel. An amazing thing for people who are just bourbon nerds who have done everything. You get to go do that. Yeah. And then we've just went to just sit and have food. Like we've gone back so many times and I love going there every time. And then not to mention they always have great things in their gift shop. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of places, you know, you never know what they're going to have in the gift shop. They could have the same thing. They could have nothing. You know, you're going to get a Barstown Bourbon Company product, or you may get something special if they've got like a collab going on or something like that. And then just not to mention that we've literally grew up bourbon wise with this company. Oh, hundred percent. We've had the first stuff they've had to now. Mm. I mean, spoiler alert, we're going to review their six year weeded bourbon. That's all their own distillate. It's crazy. Bottled and bond. Bottled and bond. We're here now. Now we have Bardstown Bourbon Company products that are just theirs. It's not the blends, the discoveries and all that. When I, when I first caught wind of Bardstown Bourbon Company, I think they had been around for roughly three or four years. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they were, they were putting out, uh, or they were about to put out, actually their their first run of the collaboration series or excuse me the fusion series fusion. they had done collaboration already and it was in that like there there is a collaboration now that they do but it's in the standard Bart Bourbon Company bottle. Yeah. But back then it was that square I, bottle. It was that horrible oh, could that not square fit bottle. properly on any shelf square bottle that just like it looked cool in and of itself, but the practicality of it was like, well, I can't fit this anywhere. And it was expensive. And it was expensive. Yeah. But it was like, I can't fit this anywhere unless all I have are these bottles. Yeah. <laughs> it stuck out for sure. Um and so they were they were kind of trying to establish who they were and make it make a name for themselves and everything. And I was I was very I was very honored that when I went to when I asked them if I could come and and do interviews there, they were so gracious and they were so hospitable to everything, every ounce of attention during that day was so well catered. And there was never a point 
where I felt like I couldn't ask a question and the answer wouldn't be yes. Yeah. Now, I didn't go into the vintage library. I've never you know, been in. That, I've only done, got the menu and you can order off of it. I'll, I'll tell a story about the vintage library in a minute. Um, but, you know, at that point, it was basically just like a utility closet yeah. that they hadn't done anything with. And now it's in like a, this gorgeous space, um, just a really, really beautiful room. Um, but <laughs> at so I walk in to Bardstown Birmingham. They weren't, uh, the, I don't think they were quite open at the time to the... I don't think uh, the kitchen the or anything. Well, it, it was, but I think when I got there, like, they weren't open yet. And so awesome. I had just kind of the lay of the land. Yeah. Right? David says, we'll set you up over here. Uh, I'm going to chat with you. We're going to have Danny, who's our, our head of... Oh, Danny Barstow. Yeah. That dude rules because he uh, he seems to remember me if I see him when he's there because um, I, I'm not trying to like flex or anything. My friend Tom right. is Baron Corbin. Yeah. And he's friends with Danny. Danny Sims in bottles and stuff like that. But he's always kind of like Corbin's friend or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And then he just goes on. I was like, that made yeah. me feel good. Um. So he said, Danny's going to come sit with us. Uh, there was another Dan that was on the on the board at the time, too. Uh, he was like, Steve is going to come sit with us. Steve Nally, who uh, was the master distiller at Maker's Mark, yep. too, uh, had been in the business for <laughs> I don't know if you ever heard of that guy, decades. That brand or anything. Yeah, like right. Yeah. Uh, John Hargrove was, was still there, too. John is still, to this day, one of my favorite people. Um, he just is so kind and generous uh, and energetic of, about showing people his love for for the industry. Yeah. But David goes, Steve's Steve's going to be down here in a minute. He's finishing up a meeting. <sighs> I just it, it it just like I can't. I can't put into words the way that my my brain started to do backflips as he was he was saying this. Um but he goes the the former master distiller of Four Roses, Jim Rutledge. Oh my. Steve's finishing up a meeting with Jim Rutledge and I was like Jim Rutledge is here. <laughs> right now he's in the same building as i am right now right this second right as i am standing here with you i go do you think we can get him on the podcast (laughs) of course you better you're already here you better david goes yeah we'll see what we can do i had the 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 most diverse table round table panel of of bourbon creators that I could have ever dreamt of two legacy master distillers, a guy who is not necessarily new to the business, but still establishing himself in John Hargrove. You have a man who has come in to this scenario with the mindset of wanting to make Kentucky into the next Napa Valley, Bardstown into the next wine country. 
uh, and his team of people that are just like there for it. <laughs> I mean, just just there for it and excited about sharing what they were doing. That freaking Jim Rutledge is just sitting there too. I was like, I, well, I, I had to I had to do this like mental gymnastics too when I found out that he was there and that he was going to be a part of that episode of like, what the crap am I going to ask this guy? You just about? fumble like me and just go, uh, what's your favorite snack? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I don't remember exactly what I said. It's been a long time since I've, I've gone and listened to anything from that episode. We'll go I mean, back to it. You know what number it is? Ooh, I want to say, Oh, it might even be in the thirties. Go back. It's a pretty early episode. Finish this one. Go listen to the show. Um, so yeah, definitely go back and, and listen to that. You get a very good feel of like who Bardstown Bourbon Company is, how their their ethos has been very consistent too since they they started. Um, extremely hospitable too. Uh, they just kept bringing like cocktails. We had like one of everything Ugh. on their appetizer menu too we were just passing small plates around and whatnot i uh, it, it was it was magical man I had um their, I had their macaroni and cheese for appetizer they have a oh, macaroni dude. and cheese app it's so good in the in the cast iron mm-hmm. right yeah mm-hmm. oh it's the brussels sprouts are amazing the brussels sprouts oh, are legit yeah. i felt so bad so i just in... want to go pair barstown let me come i just want to pair everything that you have <laughs> your whole menu are we going to try to do that with Peggy? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll never leave. So in uh, in 2020, um, you know, we hadn't done a whole lot. Things were kind of like starting to open up a little bit more and everything. Uh, Lucy was pregnant, but she was like, I still want to do something for your birthday. So in, in August of that year, we went to Bardstown and she took me to a few distilleries and we had... Uh, lunch or dinner at Bartstown Bourbon Company. <laughs> and <laughs> I felt so bad because she was so excited for the Brussels sprouts. Because that's like one of our favorite side yeah, dishes, too. Yeah. When you do them right, they're just amazing, fabulous. Yeah. But it was made with like a soft cheese that she couldn't have while she was pregnant, you know? And I just was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I I think I might've even like still eaten them. (laughs) You better. You're a good husband. You can't let food go to waste. Yeah, exactly. Paying for it. Yeah. She She was paying for it. Okay. Well, you got to eat it. Yeah. Don't feel bad for that. But it was, it was, you know, definitely one of those places that was a I mean, a you made her pregnant, so, I mean, you yeah. feel... Yeah. That is true. Yeah. I did do that. So. Yeah. Partly your fault. But aside from, from all that, and, you know, I could talk about, too, the experience that I had with going to the the first collaboration release, too, when they, they partnered with... um. Oh shoot! I can't remember the name of the winery out in California. Oh yeah, the one is that the God that they had like it came with like a box and everything, didn't it? Yeah, but I mean it. it, Pfeiffer Pivot. Pfeiffer Pivot. Pfeiffer Pivot. Whatever it's called. Look, and I looked up candles that somebody made out of the bottles. (laughs) (laughs) 
of all the dumb ways for us to <laughs> figure know. out how that was that was genius. That was the picture though. Um anyway, yeah, the Pfeiffer Pavit Reserve. Um they they had a whole like release event, launch event, everything where I was invited because I'd done the thing with the podcast with them before and um it was like an all day experience. That sounds amazing. Where I mean, like we got to try Fusion and Discovery before it ever got released. Uh-huh. Um of course that Pfeiffer Pavit uh wine finished bourbon we got to try before it was released. Um John John took me to the uh the bourbon or the vintage whiskey library too. And was like, what do you want to try? What'd you try? I tried the oldest whiskey that they had in their collection from the late 1800s. Damn. How was that? Unbelievable. Was it? (laughs) It was really good. It was different. It wasn't like, it's not modern bourbon. I mean, it was its own thing. Barry goes in. He's like, I'll take that 2014 Elijah Craig (laughs) (laughs) But it, But it was one of those things where it was like like two thousand dollar pour for like an ounce and so he gave me half an ounce and he gave lucy half an ounce lucy was with me for all this by the way too she pregnant at the time no oh yeah that's not a different time no i was like you got you got two pours (laughs) (laughs) no no, no. i mean i essentially did because she took like a sip of it and was like i don't like this um hand it over like i'll drink as much extremely vintage whiskey as i can that's awesome uh, but then there was like a uh, whole dinner that night too, and it was uh, like a five course meal or something. And they had everything paired with like wines and bourbons and whatnot. And it was the first like moment where I was like, I have made it with the podcast. Like I'm doing something that feels. You were invited to do this huge event, yeah, because of your podcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so aside from all that, aside from like the hospitality side of things, we of course have to talk about the bourbon, <laughs> the, the whiskey that they they make. Uh, and when when I went to that media preview release thing where they showed off the the Pfeiffer Pavit and they had us trying fusion and discovery. And I might have even put this up on Patreon at some point, way, way back in the day, where there was a point where we were talking about, like, what is the future of fusion? What is the future of of discovery? Yeah. Especially considering the fact that, you know, we knew that eventually there was going to be the origin series, not necessarily in that, like, explicit of terms. Like, we didn't know the name of it or anything. Yeah. But we just knew that eventually there was going to be Bardstown Bourbon Company, Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey right. on the market. And, you know, I I was so interested in, like, what that meant for that product line. And I asked them about it, and they said, well, this is still going to continue. Like, we're still curious what we can do with our whiskey in conjunction with other people. Yeah, And that is still, I think, one of their mission statements that they have maintained, sorry, the baby's crying, um, that they have maintained since they were founded because they, you know, they're not just doing stuff for themselves. They are contract distillers. They 
allow other places to to source from them. I mean, they they're always yeah. working with. I mean, you go to their gift shop and you see Kentucky Owl and Pursuit United. Yeah. <laughs> Right next That's to what I'm them. saying, like, yeah, you like can... it's it, it's it's crazy to see all the brands that they have touched for for lack of a better word, uh, and that they they work with, and it's it's just wild because it's like that they're almost like the the most public version of the mafia in bourbon. <laughs> You know what you know what That's I mean? Great. That's a like, great. That's like, a great. They have That's a great. they have a good like stronghold over the industry, but the thing is like you want to make a good bourbon, you come you, to me. Come to me on the day of my first you, bourbon release. You come to me for this bourbon. But, we'll but, make it. But you know what I'm saying though? Like yeah, they yeah, they yeah. are so involved in everything that is bourbon related and they do it so exceptionally well that people have taken notice and they are consistently in the conversation of the current best bourbon distilleries, bourbon makers that are on the market. Mm-hmm. And even if you you don't know exactly what their bourbon tastes like on its own volition, you probably which, had spoiler something. alert, it's very good. Yeah. I mean, that I have not had anything from Bardstown Bourbon Company where I've had a second thought or gone, Mm-mm. I don't know if I can you know, deal with, with this poor. Yeah. Like I haven't had second thoughts about it, I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. Um, and yeah, you probably have had something that they have made and you just didn't know it. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. You know, exactly. Uh, so they roll. they're, they're absolutely fantastic. Um, I highly, highly recommend going and checking them out. I have not done that Rick house straight from the barrel tour yet. I'm going to see if I can just, you know, get the podcast yeah. in there. Yeah, and, like, please. Know. Sorry, Bardstone, but you guys know what's up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, I do want to see what that experience is about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I have this idea and I'll probably wind up implementing it in some form or fashion eventually. Um, but taking a year and doing a whole like. We visit all of the distilleries on the bourbon trail. We do like their their experience and we talk with their owners, their master distillers, whomever, uh, and have that just be like the the definitive this is my bourbon podcast guide to the bourbon trail. Oh please. Yeah. Sign me up. All right, cool. Can I be on the podcast? You're on the podcast, bro. <laughs> Can I be a part of this? Can I be your co-host, please? Can I be on that? That sounds yeah, really fun. Absolutely. No, um, but seriously, like that would be awesome. No, I, I I've been wanting to do that for for a while, uh, and I just haven't had the the chance to like sit down and kind of map all that out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I that's something I want to do, and Bartown Bourbon Company is definitely within that conversation mm-hmm. as well. Um, they're just one of the top distilleries right now. Where's that award was, thing at? Let's give them an award right now. Just before we've even tried. No, yeah, just them. Just anything. The, the distillery award. The you rule, Bardstown Bourbon Company. BBC, you're the best. Okay, that's it. You gotta like what? for the main thing we got. <laughs> what I do? I just. 
Oh. Okay, let's try that again. BB Co. You rule. You're the best. Yes. So we might as well review. I think it's time, don't you? Something from Barstown Bourbon Company. And it's yes. a new product. It's brand spanking new. This Just bad boy can it. hold so much Bardstown Bourbon Company it bourbon. It can. It can hold 750 mLs of it. This is Bardstown Bourbon Company Origin Series Bottled in Bond. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. And you said this is their weeded distillate? Origin, Bardstown Bourbon Company. Age, six years. Mash bill, 68% corn, 20% wheat, 12% malted barley. Distilled fall 2016. I had just gotten married a few months before that. Oh. Bar sound. America. <laughs> it's bourbon night. Hello, I'm Chad. I'm Eric. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, what do we have on the table with in front of us today? Bar sound bourbon company orange or origin series. Is that what we have? I don't I'm so confused right now. You do an episode of It's Bourbon Night, but I just miss they, nobody addresses the fact that you're not Sarah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what's happening right That's now. That's part of my Whiskey Tube Implodes video yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I am so freaking excited for this. Um, I've had their distillate on its own before, of course. I... Not in this capacity, though. And here's the thing, too. I know that I have <laughs> some, some preconceived notions about Bardstown Bourbon Company. I'm trying my best not to let that affect the yeah. way that I approach this. But I have such undying, un, like... I can't I, I can't help but just have faith in the people who made this. Yeah. That this is going to be a great bourbon. Gotta have faith. Oh, that smells good. It smells like Bardstown Bourbon Company. It, it does. smells like going to the distillery. There's there's oaky, but there's like kitchen. There's like somebody's cooking in the yeah. kitchen. Yeah. It's aromatic. Orange, a little bit orange. Like orange creamsicle, but savory. You know what I mean? A lot of cinnamon, too. Like cinnamon sugar. Yeah. It it reads a lot to me like a snickerdoodle. I would have trouble. Snickerdoodle with a little bit of that like orange drizzle. Orange peel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that idea. I mean, you sip all you want. I'm still talking. Cheers. Cheers. Um, but I, uh, like I would have a hard time. Just based mm. on the nose, not thinking that this was a, a Heaven Hill product. Oh. You talk about it. I'm going to drink a little about it. Um, it, A lot of those notes come out. It's savory, but there is a there is a orange bunt cake, like a creamsicle bunt cake thing with like sherbet. Oh, my God, dude. So good. Oh, so good. That is so solid. I'm already wanting to get another one just to have. A six-year-old 
bottled and bond with that level of of depth of flavor in a weeded bourbon, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. I've said this before. I think weeded bourbon is a little harder to make good. It is. It is a hundred percent harder to. And to they work hit with. it out of the park. This is sherbet and orange cream sickle. The finish is just so good. The finish is for a hundred proof bourbon. Wow. I know I said this on the WLW last week, but the finish is like infinite. I mean, it's like chest, dude. Mm. <laughs> Even going back to the second time, it's the best new bourbon I've had in 2023. That is true. <laughs> um, we haven't. <laughs> dude, there is almost like a, um, you know, when you have like a derby pie and you get mm. kind of like that savory, like they put the nuts on the top, but then you get like the the sweet. This is what I was talking about when I was doing that pairing. With the coconut macaroon that was in the the Holly Hill Inn yeah. box, with the Elijah Craig barrel proof, this is the coconut derby pie Ooh. that I was talking about. It is a little like tropical, orangey and coconutty and like, but savory. Oh my! That is really good. The monetization required on YouTube changed. <laughs> Come on, YouTube. What does that mean? It's just gonna make it harder for me to make money on YouTube. It was oh. already difficult, and now it's like you have to do something crazy. I guess I don't know. Um, but yes, this is like that coconut derby pie, hundred percent of the way through. <laughs> It's so viscous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't get. I mean, over... the, even the glass is like it coats yeah. the glass. There's legs, whatever you call them. There's a little. I mean, but like compared legs. to the mouthfeel of the Parkers that we just had, they're not dissimilar. Mm-mm. I mean, they still have that oiliness to them. Yeah. That just is like I want to sit with this. I want to let this like be my breath for a while. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> No, it's definitely. A, Do you ever get that? You're like, well, I wouldn't mind if my breath smelled like this for a no, little bit. No, I would love that because I love the smell of this. Like, oh my gosh, it smells way older than six years too. Um, but it is it 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 plays with you because it's like, oh, this is something you want to sit with and enjoy for a while. But at the same time, I want to crush this. I want to pour like the. I want to just pour it again. So it's like there's a battle going on. I I want. I, I mean, I, I can, dang it, sorry, I just, <laughs> I have thoughts, but I'm already thinking about, like, having this with a cigar. Yeah. Too. Oh, I want to, I want an orange, um, orange creamsicle bunt cake with this. We talked about this last year. We need to do it this year. When it, when it warms up, we're going to roll up the, the garage door and sit outside and. <laughs> Record an episode and smoke cigars. See me on not smoke a cigar the right way. Smoke it like a cigarette. Yeah, because that's what I would do. Because I've I've had maybe a handful of cigars in my time. We'll do a practice run beforehand. I don't think I ever did it the right way. (laughs) I'm more of a menthol guy. 
I haven't had a cigar in so long. It sounds so good, especially now that it's cold. It's oh. like I just wanted to warm me up a little bit, well, but I don't have any like indoor pour little, place. To... Pour a little sample of this. You can go out on your back deck tonight and have you a little cigar in this. Well, it's going to be a little cold. Well, put a jacket on. Toughen up. Okay. Man, this is good. This is really, really good. Uh, what's the price? $60? $49.99. I walked out of this in the gift shop. Yes, this is my bottle. And it was like 52 bucks, Something like that. So, yeah. Depending on where you're at, I guess. But I think $49.99 is is the what they're saying that's incredible yeah and i'm gonna be 100 honest like i love barstown bourbon company stuff and i want more of it but you know discovery and stuff it's kind of pricey i mean it's it, oh for sure it jumps up to the for 120s sure. 150s and those collabs are the same and i want them all but i can't afford them all this i'm i'm buying more of this i want another bottle already just to have um I need one. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't think it's perfect. I think it's very, very close to it. This is going to be a high score for me. Mm -hmm. But I'm not drinking this and in the same way that I kind of did last year with the, the Wilderness Trail and the Parkers going, this is just the perfect bourbon. No, I, know, think, I, I think this is a good, like... This is six years old. Imagine what that. Imagine what that ten years. Oh old yeah. Be. Oh yeah. What that eight years going to be? Yeah. It's kind of like how Wilderness Trail was. It's like exactly. We're loving the four and the five year old stuff. Imagine that thing. And like, I can't wait till they're like, here's our. If they put out an eight year old and stuff, like, yeah, it's not going to be your, like, one and done. Like this is the greatest thing ever. But I don't think they were also. I don't think that's what it's meant to either. I think this is meant to be on your shelf at all times, and it's meant to make a cocktail with. It's meant to drink neat. It's meant to just have all you want. Where are you going? Well, I want to see. Oh no! Everything's fine. Are we going to do a side by side right now? I think we should. Don't you? Might as well. I mean, this is a bourbon podcast. <laughs> um, do you want to hear a uh, a review from somebody other than us? Oh, yeah. I, have one. I forgot about that. So I reached out to my neighbor who um, he dabbles in bourbon. Um, but his one of his and his wife's biggest love are, is uh, is wine. Mm -hmm. Has his own little wine thing over. So I have some bourbon with him every once in a while, but we, his wine collection is impressive. So I took a little bit over to him when I opened it to bring over. And I'm not, why did I try to call myself? Um, so my neighbor, Corey, I want to tell you what he has to say about Bardstown Bourbon Company Orton Series. Um, smells sweet. So. I think we're on the money there. Mm -hmm. As soon as we started talking about this, like he said, it smells and it tastes like it has orange in it and there's no burn. He said no burn. Um, and then, he, mm. then some brown sugar comes through. Yeah. Um, he said as a wine person, he said it reminds him of a Greek 
Savpino, Pinye, Pin. I I don't know what it is. I just I tried to. I didn't really. Pino. Pino, a Greek one. He said there's Greek Greek Pinos have to him have orange in it and stuff. Interesting. So he gets a lot of orange on this. I need to try some Greek wine then. Uh, he said just based on what he knows about bourbon and bottles he has and the wine and everything, he would pay sixty dollars for this. Yeah. So he's kind of right around like uh, the money there. Like, I was anticipating. I mean, like I said, you know, I was anticipating it being sixty dollars, and I was like mentally preparing myself for how that was going to affect my score. Uh, the fact that it's fifty. Yeah, after tax, it was like fifty-two something at at the distillery. I mean, the Wilderness Trail, dude. It's good. <laughs> I will say, just off the nose, the Wilderness Trail definitely smells older. That two years is a big difference in this. Dang. This ain't a wilderness draw episode. I'm sorry. But I'm sorry, but but it's, it's something good. that we do have to do. I I I would be questioning. Yeah. That and these and if I didn't try them side by side. Yeah, they are they are two of our favorite pours, our favorite places, distilleries. I guess you're sorry, not pours, distilleries. They're still as far as like newness goes. They're still some of the younger guys in the oh, bourbon yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. And one's got an eight year product out. That's their own stuff. And one's got a six year when you got to do it. I mean, <laughs> that we're going to straw eight years. Just, I, I do think that it tastes and smells older than the Bardstown bourbon company, but there are parts of the Bardstown bourbon company that I like, or even find that I'm missing uh, like better than or find that I'm missing in the wilderness trail. I think it's that. And vice versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's that the Bardstown has got this sherbet orange creamsicle thing that just pops. And then the the wilderness trail is more of that like French toasty like syrupy note you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. it's kind of what you're in the mood for the fact that we <laughs> i'm in the mood for both of these yeah, all the yeah, time yeah. the fact that we have two distilleries that are kind of our distilleries i guess like you know what i mean like i, I know exactly what you mean i feel it's, like they're it, like our our thing because we've saw them start and we exactly. kind of went with them as they've got older as opposed to a heaven hill or a wild turkey that we love but like they've been around forever. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like this is kind of our thing. Kind of like a new riff. Like, you know, Ian's got new riff on oh, we love new riff. And but you it's almost like you appreciate it a little bit more. It's like this is th- these are my guys, right? Oh here. yeah. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> I can't give this a perfect score. <clears throat> that- Sorry. It wasn't because you said that. It was because I literally he like, got swallowed he got the pissed at me very quickly. Like no, no, I, I, it's not a perfect score. But um, the the wilderness trail, I think, still. Oh, I mean, that was my number one. Yeah, 
<clears throat> now, is there a good chance that the Bardstown will wind up in our top 10 this year? Heck yeah. Absolutely. As of right now, Absolutely. definitely in my top 10. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, yeah, right. This is number one of the new things we've tried this year. Um, but I, I just, I can't ignore the fact that this is <clears throat> just an exceptional yeah. bourbon. Mm hmm. And I, it, like I said, I would expect nothing less from these guys. Uh, I, I think that and they I think the fact that they do a waited, good job of living up to expectations. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting there. No, no, no. It's um, but I'm still, I'm still focused on when you said that they waited till they knew this that this was the right time to put out. They could have said, "Let's put it out at four years." You know, bottle yeah. and bomb four years. We've seen some other distilleries put stuff out at four years that probably shouldn't have been put out. But they waited. They waited two years. They did the right thing. And I greatly appreciate well, that. Well, it's not like Bardstown was, you know, aching for income either. No, but I mean, still. They, were, they were making plenty of capital while they were waiting yeah. for this to, <clears throat> to come out. So but still, you probably get excited when your your own product is well, sure. close to coming out. But but I think, too, it, it's like I I would imagine I have no experience, of course, like creating my own whiskey. But I would imagine that you take pride and care in and of it in the same way that you do <laughs> like your kid yeah you know you want to make sure that they're well looked mm -hmm. after you make sure that they have everything set you want to make sure when you send them. them out to these stores that people aren't going to just tear them apart you want them to be you know i don't want them to go to kindergarten and you know get made fun of not know the wrong words for yeah things people here you know there's you're, a really good Steve Martin bit about that. If your kids are but. cussing, you want them to cuss the right way. You don't want them to <laughs> look stupid. <laughs> no, 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 honey. It's <laughs> No, anyway. those two words don't go together. Say yeah. it like this. <laughs> anyway. Uh, nose, palate, finish, and price are the categories that are in our review system here on the podcast. All categories are out of five. We give a final score out of 20. Multiply it by five if you want to know. Or four. Five? Five. I don't know, man. Uh, if you want to know what the score out of 100 would be. On the nose. The nose. The nose. I could use a little bit more brightness or a little bit more uh, balance okay. on it. I think I think it leans a little bit darker than uh, I I would have liked, but everything that is there I very much enjoy. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. I think I'm a four too. I was going four to four point five. Like I yeah. love the cream sickle. I think the notes I like come out more on the palate. Um. Which I'm just going to say 4.5 on the palate for me. I love the nose, but man, there's something that hits me on that. Yeah. Palette. I think the palate could have a little bit more depth, like a little bit more. It's viscous, yeah. but it could be like when you're looking at that perfect score or something, you're wanting that to like spread across all your taste buds. You know what I mean? Yes. And I. For everything that you said, and I agree with, I'm giving it a four. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, it, 
everything that I like about the nose, I agree with you, does present itself more on the palate, but there are parts of it where I'm still like, well, there's this or that or, you know, whatever that could be more attuned to my tastes, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I think that, you know, if I start to think about like the difference between a four and a five, it, it actually is a lot larger than I think we kind of give it credit for at times. Yeah. You know, yeah. because four is like exceptional. I love so much about this, but there's like one or two things that I might change. But a five is like there's you nothing gotta, that I would change. The about path this. between a four and a five is much larger than a path between a three and a four. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You got to go a little bit more to get to that five. And I think that's why, like, you know, we tend to on the palate go with with half scores yeah with a 2.5 or a 3.5 um because it's it's easier to kind of fall in the middle between a three and a four or a two and a three but between a four and a five i i i struggle so hard with like what else do i need yeah from this and i i think that's like that's where i am coming from yeah with with this for sure uh, exceptional. I think everybody should try this if you're a bourbon drinker. Um, but the best part of it all for me is the finish. Yeah. And that's where I give it a five. Damn. <laughs> you stole my score. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Well, I, I didn't do it I intentionally. Gave it a five because it's... It's not too often that you get flavors on the finish, but then the finish also stays with you. Yeah. Like the finish is what I would want the the palette to be that would then also bump it up to a five. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like you get all the notes, you get more notes on the finish, but then it like I feel this like that warm Kentucky hug, as yeah. people like to say. I almost feel it down in my belly. You know oh, for I mean? sure. Like, sometimes I just get it about right the mid-chest. Yeah. You know, talk about mid-palate. Dixon's always talking about side-palate, mid-palate. I'm talking about the chest right now. My chesticles. Like, right, it goes past that down into my belly, man. Like, it it does. It lasts forever. Yeah. Yeah, I I I still, I still feel it. I mean, it still feels like that, just that... Like you're cold and you drink hot chocolate and it just warms you up from the inside out and like you just feel safe and you feel comfortable and you don't feel like you're missing anything. Yeah. You know, and it's you just, have some Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Like that. Do you remember that commercial where with he the, the little snowman? The snowman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. just like that. Did that freak you out? Kind of. I thought he was Jack Freaked Frost. Me out I thought so he was Jack bad. Frost. I thought he was a killer. That's a completely I, different He's a killer, killer snowman. He came in. Now he's a kid again. <laughs> Price of fifty dollars, five, absolutely a five. five, absolutely a five. Um, it, you know, it it it's one thing to and and we can talk all day about the fact that there are places like Bart's, not <clears throat> Bart's, not Bourbon Company, Heaven Hill, that have these very available budget bottle and bond bourbons that are 
they're remarkable. They yeah. are so good. But at the end of the day, they're budget for a reason. Yeah. There's some of them are thin. Some of them don't have no finish. Exactly. But you know what you're getting them for. Exactly. You know what I mean? This is a bottled and bond that's this is a a a cared for, well crafted, <clears throat> attention paid to you want to take it home to meet your parents. Yeah. Bottle and bond. And then you want to wait till they're asleep and you want to go to your oh, bedroom. 100%. 100%. And get intimate with 100%. it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you got to be a little quiet. And then you may have to sneak out the window. Let's move on to something okay. else. I don't want to talk about this right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just taking this bottle out the window. I'm going home. And I want it so bad. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's just it. I think that it does still does still fall under like the value category, too. You know, but it you're doesn't have it, to. No, That's it doesn't. It doesn't have to. You're right, but it there is still a good value behind this, especially if you were talking right, about right, right. the ten dollars per year method. Yeah, I mean it's basically. I mean it's you know after tag close to sixty dollars. Sure, but but even still, like at at market value. It's below. That's why I say like that was a good thing. Like it, it could be because they could have easily went. Let's let's put this closer to Discovery mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Like it's got all the trigger stuff. Like it's they got the age six years. They got bottled and bond on it. Like weeded too. Even weeded. Like that's that's like the recipe for. Hey, we can make this very limited and very expensive and we know that it will sell but yeah. they didn't so 18.5 for me 18 <laughs> you know what's funny too though is i i think that i've been doing this for long enough that i kind of know after a sip or two what my score is gonna be yeah, you could have just been. Like, this is close to a fifteen to seventeen. Yeah, or something like that. And I mean, I I had this, and I just immediately it was like, "This is an 18. <laughs> when you know, you know, and if you know, shut up. You hate that saying. I hate that saying so much. There's sometimes when it's I want to so do gatekeeping. A, I want to do a post, and I'm like an anime post, and I just want to say, "If you know, you know." But then I know if Perry sees it, I'm gonna he's gonna get mad at me. So that's why I've not used if you know you know very often because I know how much you hate it. I Y K Y K. You literally control what I post. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I don't want Perry to be mad at me for using this. Do it and see what happens. I don't want to. That's the that's the scariest I've ever heard you be. <laughs> I've been with you for years now. Yeah, no, right? Before the podcast, on the podcast. That's the scariest thing I've ever heard you say. That's the scariest thing I've ever said. I'm kind of nervous right now. You, you should be. Wh- who are you? I'm I'm spooky. You can't have any more of this. I'm spooky Perry. No, you're you're scary, Perry. There's nothing scary. Spook- Perry. Spooky is fun. Scary is mean. I can say the worst things ever, and it mean nothing. But when you say one thing that's kind of like annoying, <laughs> no, on the edge or like serious like that, it freaks me out a little bit. Well, mess around, see what happens. I'm so uncomfortable right now. You should be. You could be. 
can't be. Stop. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this, Perry. <laughs> Jeez. High proof hot takes. Scary Perry. <laughs> <laughs> That's my high proof hot take. You being scary. High, <laughs> high proof Perry. Scary Perry sucks. Oh, gosh. Um, high proof hot takes. Uh, I already said, don't be mean to kids at football games. Our Instagram followers are going to be so confused in a couple I of know, days. They're going to be so confused. <laughs> um, but yeah, have fun. If you're an adult, you can trash talk people all you want. But as an adult, don't try to make comments to kids. Just don't. Yeah. Because more than likely, you're going to piss the parent off and they're going to kick your ass. Were you going to do that? I almost did. I don't blame you. Well, but but then you have to set the example. You don't want your kid to have to leave the game that he's at because his dad got kicked out. So meet me in the parking lot, bitch. <laughs> I didn't say that because I then I had to take my kid to that same parking lot and then I had to drive home and it would have been a mess. I go there. I go to Cincinnati Bengals game by myself. They play the Bills or something again. Talk to me again that way. <sighs> this is really good. I can't hold it together. Scary Perry has got me tore up right now. You good? I'm good, bro. Are you sure? <laughs> I'm good. I guess I am too. Uh, you got any tips and bits? I got a couple. Okay. You got to go first, though. Oh, I got to go first. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, you got to go first. <laughs> okay. Uh, one of my favorite uh, comedians, podcasters, uh, Andrew Santino, just put out his new special on Netflix called Cheeseburger. And it's about an hour long stand up special. And highly recommend whether you've followed him before. It's just a good 48 to 50 minutes, something like that, special. And. He's so funny, and you have to watch it. I don't know if he's going to put it out, just audio, but he, like, his movements and some of the impressions he does, just you just have to see. Yeah. Andrew Santino Cheeseburger, and he says one thing. and Mr. You know, Mr. Whiskey Ginger. Whiskey Ginger uh, interviews other comedians and actors, and they drink a little whiskey while they do it. They don't really do reviews or anything, but love it. Love that podcast. But he said and i'm like why do they call this cheeseburger you know a lot of specials they'll take something from it and that's you find out and he says something in it that i kid you not i was sitting there i got off work i didn't have to work the next night nobody was home and i just had a little pour and i watched this and he said something that i kind of paused it i paused it for a second and i said that's kind of what i'm trying to do And he says, I'm not trying to, he goes into something, I'm going to paraphrase it a little bit, but he goes into like, he's not trying to make like a legacy. He just wants to Mm. be a cheeseburger. Because you know, in that moment. (laughs) I understand that on such a deep level. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. When you have a cheeseburger that's really good, it's like for that moment, that cheeseburger is the best thing you've ever had. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel. I want to I want to just be when you are with me or have me not in that way just when you have my content or something I just want you to enjoy it right then. 
whether you whether you remember it years down the road or you tell your kids like this video was funny i don't care I want to be in that moment to where I'm your cheeseburger. And that's what this is called cheeseburger for this little bit. He just wants to be your cheeseburger. You're like the only thing you're focused on and the best thing you've ever had for that moment. It, it raises a really interesting <clears throat> point or, or establishes like a, a, a way to have a conversation about what do you think about leaving a legacy? Yeah. You know, and like I have never been one to be worried about that. Like it's so much more important to me to be in the moment yeah. and and to do something good that does. I, sorry, dude. You're good. <laughs> just almost not, scary. I just shot Perry. the rest of my drink there. Scary Perry's yeah, just yeah. knocking your teeth out, apparently too. Um, but but just being good within your own little bubble yeah you know and yeah. it, and it's not to say that like i don't want to have an impact on <clears throat> the world at large or i don't want to do something that um doesn't have any kind of uh notice is not really the the word that i want to use here but um like i just i just want to do something important yeah i guess um but at the same time I do want to, I do want to stay in my lane. Yeah. You know, like and, I do want to just kind of keep on keeping on because having done that for so long, it's worked out. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm still in a good position. I'm still, you know, well adjusted and everything. If and each, if each week you make somebody's moment that good for that moment and you do it like once a week. I think that's just as good as being like, well, they're gone. Like I remember when they were. This was so fun. But if you're consistently like, you're you're this person's cheeseburger for the day. That's amazing. I small, love that. Small moments build up to big memories. Yeah, yeah. So put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> put that on a bumper sticker. Put it on a shirt. Put it on your bumper sticker. Stop. <laughs> I don't want scary Perry. What do you got? Uh, I actually uh, have a have a couple of books. You are the bookiest person. Like well, that. that's just kind of what I, that's the phase I'm going through. I'm scary, but I'm right now. Books. Um, I had a, a kind of a self help book that I I got through. It, not like overly self helpy, but just kind of like you know those guideposts for for living and everything. Uh, it's called the Swedish Art of Aging Exuberantly. Written by somebody who will... Can you say that in English, please? A book by somebody from Sweden who's telling you to live life to the fullest. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, life wisdom from someone who will probably, in parentheses, die before you. Gotcha. Oh, wow. This lady's 80 years old. I mean, I don't mean to sound, sound scary Perry, but I kind of hope she dies before me. Like, I don't want to... She knows how to do an audio book? Well, somebody 80? else somebody else read it oh okay but she you know wrote it and everything uh not like groundbreaking or anything but it does give that I, I i like hearing people's perspectives on living a good and positive life you know yeah i not that i like it's not a political or socioeconomical thing it's just like 
I was saying, am I doing things that feel rewarding to me? But at the same time, like she, she does go into, it's by, um, Margaret Magnuson. Um, <clears throat> Margaret does go into, you know, you, you can still have a small impact here and there, making sure you're not leaving behind a bigger carbon footprint. Yeah. You know, like just, just taking care of, of the earth things, not making, you know, life harder for your kids after you're gone. Right. You know, things like that. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, I think that I am kind of like pre-tuned to seek out and hear things. This is not something that other people don't do, but to, again, find confirmation bias, you know, and just be like, oh, well, yeah, that's exactly what something that I wanted to, um, I wanted to be a part of or I wanted to, you know leave behind or whatever. Right. Um, <clears throat> but I, I do think that, you know, if you, if you want to kind of understand my mentality or who I kind of position myself as, um, I, I think that this book is a really good indication of it. Same with, um, big magic, which I recommended last week to, um, Overall, just like, you know, I, I'm I'm very much the person that these authors are speaking to. Yeah. You know, their in that audience. capacity. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am their audience. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then I <clears throat> also got through a novel uh, this past week. It's called Truly Devious. Truly Madly Deeply. Yes. <laughs> I want to stand with you on the mountain. Anyway, um... This is the the first book in the Truly Devious series uh, by Maureen Johnson. Uh, it's a it's a mystery series. Ooh. It's really freaking good. There is a a thing that I <clears throat> I think a lot of people will resonate with that you you find something that you really get attached to, like Harry Potter. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And you you go, well, I want the next Harry Potter. This is not magical in the way that Harry Potter is. And I'm speaking literally based on, you know, the context of the books, the theme. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not a a fantastical universe that they these characters live in. But there are like character arcs and there are relationships that remind me so much of Harry Potter. And I mean, there was even a point where I was like, I have that same feeling. Yeah. Like I, I got that same kind of reaction, that visceral feeling uh, of th- that I did when I was, I was going through the Harry Potter books when I was growing up. Um, so I, I'm excited that there are more books in this series too. And I can just kind of keep on going with it. Yeah. Um, and incredible stuff, man. Such a good. It, I think technically too, it's considered YA young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, who cares? Like sometimes no, I don't care. <laughs> sometimes Those are more, the more entertaining than boring exactly. old old people books. Exactly. And I've <clears throat> I've read a couple of boring old people books recently, and some of them have been really good, and some of them have just been downright terrible. Yeah. Like I will. Fine. I'll talk about this real quick. There's a book. 
uh, it's the first book in a series. Uh, and it's called A Court of Thorn and Roses. Thorns and Roses, excuse me. Horrible. Absolutely I'm atrocious book. No, it's it's Just by the title. It's basically like a retelling of Beauty and the Beast, but worse. Oh. <laughs> and so much more sexual. Oh. I mean, there is some <laughs> like straight up fairy porn. I'm a little more intrigued now. They're gonna make a show about it on Hulu, just or Amazon or whatever. Just wait until it comes out. Hinta style? No. Oh, never no. mind. No. Uh, it's it's not good. Okay. It's boring. It's severely <clears throat> underbaked. I. Uh, it's it's just. <sighs> anyway, that's the show. <laughs> Unless you, you have another tips and. Uh, I have been listening to a new album from SZA. Oh, how is it? SOS. Oh, yeah. my goodness. She. I've heard great things about it. I haven't had the chance okay, to so, get into it yet. Yeah. Though. So 100% honesty. You all know kind of like what I like. Metal, hardcore. I like rap and all this stuff. But Addison and April um, started listening to it. And so it would be on like like it would. She would put it on when I take her to school and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is really good. And I will say like. Also, if you've followed, you know that I'm like a fan of like Paramore. I just love, and this is nothing like my wife knows this, so it's not like I'm trying to be like, oh, like I'm gonna this. go drop him a fiver and see if see who plays misery. misery but I love this is still one of the funniest. I love I've ever female said. voices. Like yeah, I do too. Honesty. I do too. I love female voices, and SZA has such a great voice, and she has yeah. made an album. And she's used titles for movies. She's got a music video and a song called Kill Bill, which is nice. It's so good. Um, real nice. Real nice. Um, she's got a song called Seek and Destroy, which I love. It's a great song. I've been listening to that album, and I just highly recommend it. SZA, SOS. I think it's really funny and, and kind of cool when dad's hear the music that their kids are listening to and go, Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Some stuff I'm like, I don't like that at all, but this is like, and she is like, not like embarrassed about it. She's like, do you want to listen to some sizzle on the way to school? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And like, she's not like, Oh my God, my dad likes the album. I like, like she just like, she gets it. Like she understands. It's it. a, it's a joint experience yeah. for sure. Um, it took, I mean, not that he loves his, the the entire catalog, but it took my dad a, a while to appreciate and like John Mayer. And it wasn't until Born and Raised, which came out in 2012, yeah. uh, for him to really kind of latch on to his, his musical abilities and, and who he is as an artist. And Who is this and, great guitar player, but he's kind of like weird guy. Like he's kind of like... Hey. The boy band dude. You had a moment last year where you heard a song by John Mayer. You didn't know who it was. And well, you yeah, went, I did. And you went, this is a really good song. Yeah, it was on a TV show. It was on The Bear. You still liked it and you still... I didn't say nothing was wrong with it. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just, just, I was I'm putting saying... myself in the in the dad mode. Like, yeah. oh, who is this? He's so good, but like, he's, why has he got a shirt off or why is he doing this and stuff? He didn't have a shirt off. Well, I mean, he does. He's had his. I've yeah, seen. It's been a long time. Though. But I'm just saying. That was a dark period. <laughs> I love how you're defending John Mayer. I'm, I'm just not, saying. I'm like, not even mad at him. I'm just saying. Well, the man's just, he's grown. He's got good shoes. 
He's got great. He's got great watches too. Yeah, big sneakerhead. Have you seen the one that he did uh, recently that was based off of a little like the colors of a little eighties Casio keyboard? I haven't. I'll have to show it to you after we're done. Um, But before we do that, we got to do something else, right? Yeah. The segue is incredible. I mean, if you want a little keyboard, what? Go to eBay. <laughs> go to eBay. And if you lose the bid, you can go to patreon.com and spend a dollar. We'll or bid on your behalf. You can spend a dollar to support us, or you can throw in $5 and you can get a bunch of bonus content. Patreon.com slash mybourbonpodcast. Um, we're throwing up bonus stuff on there. You get right now Mutant Madness, where Perry is training to get ready for Matt Madness. Oh, that rules. Right? Freaking G-Shock? Yeah. I like that. That's super cool, dude. Um, if you want to get a G-Shock... I'll put can, a picture up. <laughs> yeah, you can uh, not go to Patreon.com because we don't sell G-Shocks. But Patreon.com slash Podcast for as little as a dollar a month. Uh, $5, like I said, you get bonus stuff. Mutant Madness right now. We're going to come back with Porsche from the floor. We're just crazy stuff. It's the best thing you can do. It's the greatest value. And, it costs and, less than a Starbucks coffee. And <laughs> that's a really good way of putting it. Uh, but also, too, you know, we're, we're getting very close to announcing details for this My Bourbon Weekend mm-hmm. 2023. That's going to be the first place that you hear about. And the first chance you get to get stuff. Yes, yeah. exactly. If we do barrel picks, uh, there, VIP I got to talk to you about some barrel pick stuff uh! here soon, too. Um, but there's there's lots of just very inclusive things that happen over at Patreon. Yeah. Um, that you if you if you enjoy this show and you want to be more of a part of everything that we do, that is the best place for you to if you go always and wonder engage. how Perry edits so good and what what did something change there for a second? I thought I heard something, but no, that was a good edit. If you want to hear the uncut episode, you can go to patreon.com. Look at that keyboard. Oh, that rolls. Isn't that so cool, though? That is cool. He's just... He's a good designer, too. Yeah. Which is weird. Why are your pants getting... Freaking John Mayer talk, man. Always happens this way. Uh, If you want to send us an email, you can send an email to thisismybourbonshop at (laughs) gmail.com. If you want us to review something, you want to ask us to pair something, you just want to ask a question, send an email. If you want to get some merch, it's bourbonshop.threadless.com. Uh, Perry's got some designs up there. Um, he's always thinking of new stuff, but that's the best way to get some 10-bit merch. Uh, if you want to leave a message, we talked about it earlier on the Bell Ring segment, 859-428-8253. Leave a message. We'll play it. We'll reply to you. You're on the podcast. Simple as that. Hey. If you want to uh, follow us on social media, <clears throat> at My Bourbon Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, there's a Facebook group. This is my Bourbon Podcast Facebook group. Join that. Uh, we're doing stuff on there all the time. Uh, if you want to follow Perry at his personal stuff, pritter1792. If you want to follow me at Whiskey Mutant, putting up some new reels and trying to do some more stuff on there, go follow me at Whiskey Mutant. Uh, go to YouTube. This is my Bourbon Podcast on YouTube. We put this video version out on there for you. If you want to see us, you want to look at us. Um if you want to watch Perry go live every Thursday, he does that. Eight o'clock Thursday nights. He's on there. Sometimes I'm on there. Sometimes he's sick and he's not on there, but very rarely. Oh, I'd still. Look, he still gets on there, but it's here's like the thing. Going, Last night I was so like creatively bankrupt. 
I was like, I have no idea what to do for this stream. But people show up. And it still worked great. It, does. it always it does. It so well. It always does. Um, I actually cracked that Parker's last night, and I told everybody to keep it a secret from you because I wanted to surprise you. You son of a... <laughs> It's better if you don't know. I know, Scary Perry. Get out of here. <laughs> if you want to leave a review, go leave a review on uh, Apple. You can leave a rating on Spotify. Um, we're doing a giveaway right now where yeah, you are. leave a review um, and you're into a drawing to win a uh, some pairings, some pours, and a Zoom tasting. So you can do that. Um, do we got some new ones? This we one? got three, three? Okay. new reviews this week. This first one comes from Loyage. L-O-Y-A-J? Yeah. Loyage. Loyage. Five stars. Third times the... Dot, dot, dot. Needed a third bourbon co- uh, podcast to listen to, and this one is the charm. <laughs> that makes me feel so good. Isn't that great? Love the banter and commentary. Easy listening. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Loyage. Uh, bourbon Advocate with the five-star review. Not Whiskey Advocate. Bourbon Advocate. Uh-huh, I'm, I'm down with that. Listened to all 263. Damn. Not sure why I haven't reviewed after listening to all 263 episodes. I knew early on this is an excellent podcast. Down to earth people authentically talking about and connecting over bourbon. Cheers, subscribe, and enjoy. Enjoy, and we enjoy you. Thank you, Bourbon Advocate. And last but not least, five stars from Dismal Dave. Dismal Dave. A lot of fun. I just started listening recently. Perry and Eric are a blast to listen to. They deliver news and opinions in a fun way. It's like hanging out and talking bourbon with two old That's friends. That's what I'm talking about. The occasional interviews with bourbon industry insiders are thoughtful and interesting. I highly recommend this podcast. Well, Dismal Dave, I highly recommend you. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, that's awesome. We had a uh, Patreon uh, change, too. Oh, Mr. Heard about this. Matthew Bergmayer. Up to the $20 a month oh, Patreon Matthew. tier. Matthew, Matthew. We talked about this, me and Matthew. You and Matt didn't? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to let you know, too. I, I think that Todd forgot about when you saw him making making bread. Uh-huh. Uh, because he messaged me and said, it, I definitely wasn't that Todd Cooper. And I said, no, it definitely was you. See, Todd. So if, you think, Todd, if you think that. Todd is very like polite. Like he doesn't no, no, he want to is. take any credit. He is. But I'm just saying, like, if you think that this is not about you, it is about it is you. It is about you. But it's not. But it is. It is. It is. It is to me. Look, people just don't understand a bit sometimes, okay? Matthew does. Matthew gets it. You know where me and Matthew? We're at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> What? You don't like Buffalo Wild Wings? No, I actually love Buffalo Wild too. Wings. And he was going for the hottest challenge. He was going to eat the hottest ones. And Ooh, I said, the, what is it? What do they call The blazing? I said, Matthew, don't do it. But then I said, do you have intestinal, sorry, do you have <laughs> intestinal problems? So I said, because I have Crohn's disease. And like, I'm always looking out for somebody. This show has gotten so visual. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you okay to do this? He's like, yes, but I need your support. And I said, you know what, Matthew? If you want my support, give me your support. Mm. He was like, I'm a Patreon owner. And he's like, I was like, Matthew, you are going 
for nuclear level right now. And he's like, you know what? You're right. You guys are nuclear. I'm going to up my Patreon if you stay here and you help me get through this. So I did. So I was the guy that poured I poured milk into Matthew's mouth while he was eating the hot wings to cool him down. And he made it through and he got a full free meal from Buffalo Wild Wings. They said they had never seen anybody like Matthew. Like they didn't take like the little Polaroid picture and put on the wall. Dude, they put like the poster print out. Like he's on the he's on the menu. I love I'm sorry. I love the fact that you can go and do this challenge that will just destroy you internally and they're like, "Yeah, we'll give you a free burger." <laughs> That's how things work. It's- Shouldn't be. It is. They this, should pay for your hospital. This stay. is America. This is how we do things. He's Don't on catch the you wall. sleeping now. He's on the menu. He's on the back of the menu. Oh, he is now. Yeah. Is he? Wow. Yeah. Just in uh Kentucky or where is he everywhere? From? Where is he from? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> yeah, he's from here. <laughs> he was on the he was yeah, he was down on the Man of War. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the one we were at. Oh, maybe it was the one downtown. No, Man of War, definitely Man of War. Downtown. Well, on the way to downtown. There's one down there. From where? Going downtown from like St. Joe, you go down. There's one on the right. It's on oh, the little, oh, it's, oh, on uh, on Harrodsburg. Yeah. Coming right? off Harrodsburg, yeah, yeah, yeah. coming straight down. Past Ernie's going on now. My brother used to live over there. Well. They go there for whatever it was, like 50 cent wing night. Heck yeah. And just drink a bunch of beer. Thanks, Matthew. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. And thank you so much for listening to this week's episode and getting all the way through it. Uh, next week. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pete is Pete. No, Pete, not you. Get not out of here. Pete. We got a, uh, we got the return of a special. This is my first episode with him. Long time guest. And I'm not even going to tell you who it is. He made you who you are. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week. I'm Eric. I'm Scary Perry. No! You <laughs> I don't like scary. And this is my bourbon box. Stop it! Do it the right way. I'm not I'm not leaving until you do it the right way. <laughs> Can't do this. <laughs> you were the one that interrupted me. I know. But I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Uh, Until then, I'm Perry. I'm Eric again. And this is my bourbon podcast.